Hey everybody, I've had several people asking about an update on my situation since the, the potential break-in and everything. Uh, first, I want to start with prayers out to the family of the Christian martyrs from the past week. And there are so many more than I'll name here, but uh, most of you have already heard that Rob Skiba passed away and God rest his soul. He was 52 years old, but he got in a lifetime of service to the Lord in those years. And then Russ Dizdar also unexpectedly passed away two days ago. So prayers for his family as well. God rest his soul. You guys know if you watch my Black Awakening series that was based on his book, The Black Awakening. He worked with satanic ritual abuse victims and you guys know he was a powerful servant of the Lord. Also, despite the fact that he'll be a warrior greatly missed, um, he did get in a lifetime of service for the Lord in the years that he was in our world. So I especially wanted to mention uh, Rob Skiba and Russ Dizdar first so that you could go and download their works while there is still time. Please go before they start scrubbing this stuff from the internet. Please go and get your hands on as many of their interviews and you know videos and stuff as you can. They may, they may remain up, hopefully they do. But as many of you know, uh, when Brenton Salwin of Brenton Salwin's Mysteries to Search, when he died right after uh, COVID-19 first broke out, this was the end of 2019, when he suddenly passed, we put up this video and had asked people to please help his daughters, um, you know, pay for the funeral or a headstone at least. And they had a fundraiser and stuff. And he had put up videos from the hospital when he suddenly went in. And it was very sudden. He was in the hospital and he's like, oh, you know, I think I'm going to make it. I have these lumps and all this. And uh, he said, though, just in case he didn't, that he wanted the channel left to his daughters so that it could continue, so that his work could stay up. If his body didn't survive, at least his work could. And since then, unfortunately, it's gone. All of his work is gone. It's down the memory hole. So I don't know if his daughters took it down or if YouTube, because the account was registered to someone who isn't alive anymore, if they took it down, I don't know. I really wish I would have downloaded all of his content, really. So, um, but it's gone now. So I don't want to make the same mistake with Russ's work or Rob Skiba's work. For example, here is a Rob Skiba video you can see when he did Prophecy Club six years ago. And if you watch this video, in there he talks about exactly what is happening now. You know that he and Tom Horn and, you know, that crowd, they prophesied this. Exactly. So, but it's in these videos. And if they happen to disappear now and his channel happens to disappear. It was still up yesterday when I went and tried to get some of the videos off of there, but it takes so long for me to download them all on these old computers that I don't know if I'll get them all before they take it down, but hopefully it'll stay up. Hopefully it will. But after what happened with Brenton Sullen, I just thought I'd kick a reminder out there to everybody that if there are any of these important uh, pieces of information, these interviews and seminars and stuff that you want, you might want to go grab them now. Okay, now a quick update on my situation. For people who have asked, this video right here that I posted two weeks ago about the possible break-in when my phone lines were cut and the sensor was removed from my security system, 
on one of my windows and there was a snake loose in my house and all of this stuff was uh, going on. So some people had told me after that to be careful and get rid of the food in the house, <laughs> you know, because if you know anything about targeted individuals and gang stalking and stuff like that, that, you know, you have to think about stuff like that. Well, I did do that, obviously not every single thing in my house, but yeah, the open stuff, the open stuff in my refrigerator, stuff like that. I, you know, I did a cleaning and my son as well, he as well. Me on the other hand, um, in the last two weeks, I have been really hit hard. I have been really, really ill. I have a terrible burning, stinging rash over my entire body. This is actual tape of my body. I just stuck my phone under my shirt to get my back and my arms and my, I cut some out so you didn't see like any body parts that you shouldn't see, but this is my actual skin. There's not an inch on my entire body from my neck to my ankles that is not covered in this rash. So um, I'm in a lot of pain and I did have to go get a steroid shot so I didn't go into anaphylactic shock and die. I woke up two days ago with two black eyes, blood vessels bursting in my face, bruises everywhere. There's my neck so you can see it kind of tapers off at my neck for whatever reason. It doesn't go any higher than my neck and it doesn't go on my feet. So there's a, a few little spots on my feet but... Um, the whole entire rest of my body. I look like the elephant man walked out of Chernobyl or out of Fukushima or something. I am completely covered um, in this all over my whole body. And um, anyway, so yeah, my one eye is still sort of swelled shut, but my other eye is open now. So that's, that's helpful. <laughs> Um, uh, also the same day I woke up with my eyes swelled shut and black eyes, at first they were swollen shut and I couldn't see the bruising. Um, and then as the swelling started to go down from the steroids, then I could see that I had two black eyes and on one of them, a, a burst vessel or something on the side that was really bad. Um, oh, and my lips, my top lip was completely paralyzed, numb and swollen and just split open everywhere, um, just dry and split open. You guys have seen the pictures of the people who took the jab. No, I did not take it. But there is no doubt that all of my symptoms are much more like the, quote, transmission of this thing than like COVID, you know, in the last couple of videos, if you've watched them and I talked about when I got COVID, it really wasn't, it was this. And uh, I talked about the symptoms as, as they happened to me first, like I said, I came in contact and then I had, even though I've been through menopause and I don't have a period, like clockwork, every two weeks when I came in contact with this person, I would start bleeding. So that went on for, what, three to six weeks. So it was every two weeks for the first. And then after six weeks, then the two weeks later at the next visit, then I got Bell, Bell's palsy. That's when my face on the right side, my cheek went paralyzed and my eyes started twitching for several days. And the numbness paralysis went all the way down my neck and into my shoulder and my chest also on the right side. I mean, you could have stabbed it with a knife and I wouldn't have felt a thing.
but through the grace of God and through great treatments, oxygen treatments, ozone treatments, you know, homeopathic treatments, I got past that. I recovered fairly quickly. I, the Bell's palsy in my face actually went away in a matter of days, probably three days, four days. And of course, I believe in the power of prayer. I absolutely believe that the, the energy from the Holy Spirit, from you guys' prayers for me, toward me, and lifting me up to God, absolutely. I believe that the, the energy of the Holy Spirit is far more powerful than any of their directed energy weapons technologically. Um, so anyway, yeah, I recovered from that. And then this next round is when I started breaking out with the rash. And I mean, it was sudden and ferocious, just like everybody else says is happening to them from getting the injection, but I didn't get the injection. I'm just coming in contact with somebody who had it because of court-ordered visitation exchanges. So then that was the next one. And so I've been struggling with this, like I said, for like two weeks. And then um, we had the exchange this past weekend again. So I was doing better. I was recovering again from this. It's going away. It's been brutal, but you know, I'm getting past it. I don't know. It could be the reactivation of latent viruses as well, which is also a symptom of, you know, this thing. So maybe you could say it was shingles. I don't know The nobody knows that the, I just went to the clinic and they don't know, they didn't care. They don't want to hear nothing about any sort of quote transmission. I just showed them my body and I said, I have to have a steroid shot. I have to, this is going to kill me, you know, and they did. And, you know, you get those steroid shots in your butt. And I mean, I, this is all down my buttocks. So it's, it's my entire body. They were like, oh my God. I'm like, yeah, no kidding. So um, anyway, point is then this past weekend, uh, we had the exchange again. My son comes home. I always have him get in the shower and then I wash his clothes and everything. And so, yeah, as soon as I do that, then boom, I wake up the very next day, the very next morning, I wake up with the bruises everywhere, the burst blood vessels, my eyes swelled shut, which also now is quite a bit better. Like I said, here's my one eye. I can open it now and most of the purpleness has gone away and it's just sort of red and brown. And, uh, you know, still I look like the elephant man, but at least I can open my eye there's something going on whether you think this is from the you know the transmission or whether you think this is uh from some sort of frequency or radiation uh targeted individual thing i don't know but this absolutely is what i'm going through and i am unrecognizable if you saw my face i mean i seriously look like the elephant man walked out of chernobyl um, but I'm hanging in there. I mean, actually even making a video right now, a full length video. It's kind of based on, I mean, it goes into a ton more subjects, but it sort of starts out talking about the new James Bond movie, No Time to Die. This is No Time to Die. I got work to do. <laughs> I, can't, I can't be messing with this stuff. I got work to do. But in this new movie that just released October, 2021, it's all about nanobots. Target enough people. And the people become the weapon. In my opinion, it's a really good one, a really important one. I even put some of the clips from uh, Rob Skiba's old 
interviews and things like that that pertain to what we're living through right now. Um, some of it early on because I've been struggling through, like I said, when my lips were completely numb, you'll hear in the video, some of my narration is a, a little slurred and sort of lispy, but you know, I'm doing the best I can. I'm going to fight this through till the very last minute. And, you know, I think I'm going to be okay. I, I panicked a little bit a few days ago when I was talking to Leah, texting back and forth. And I, I told her, I said, I think they're going to kill me. Like, I'm not, I'm not sure I'm going to, I'm going to make it through this. Like I am that much in that much suffering. So, um, yeah, I'm shocked from seeing, if you would have seen, and I have all of this documented in pictures. I don't want to show you guys cause it's, it's really grotesque. Um, but I do have all of it documented and I have the medical records too, because like I said, I did have to go get a steroid shot. So I didn't go into anaphylactic shock. Um, so I've got the medical records and all of that as well. But um, anyway, I'm doing great. You can tell I'm not lisping. I'm not, my face is the numbness in my face. I just have a little bit of numbness and one eye swelled shut. Uh, other than that, I'm doing pretty good. And I, I'm going to pull through this and we're going to fight this thing through to the end. So uh, come quickly, Lord Jesus. Oh, and before I forget, Steve Quayle too. He is out of the hospital now. He's back at home. He's still on oxygen, but he was 10 days in the hospital. Also, Steve Quayle is, is at home recovering. He, my understanding is that Steve was uh, hospitalized for 10 days. I think that's correct, um, that he is now home uh, recovering, but he's uh, on oxygen. And yes. so, uh, again, longtime uh, friend and guest on True News, going back to the early, early, early days of, of uh, True News, you know, late 90s, early 2000s. And so we, uh, we pray for Steve that he recovers also. Now keep in mind, all of these people are people like me who, who would never even go to the hospital unless it was an absolute last resort. And uh, like Russ Dizdar, he fell sick. I mean, seriously, it was like, five days he, he like fell sick and then boom he was dead like that quick actually you know what it really reminds me of remember that youtuber that russian youtuber alexei navalny he was considered the opposition leader because his youtube videos you know exposed the corruption of the kremlin and it uh, you know, people were protesting in the streets, so they said he was an opposition leader. But you remember last year, I don't even think it's been a year ago, a full year ago, that he was poisoned. Somebody put a nerve agent in his underwear. And when he put him on, yeah, it poisoned him. And the same thing, of course, he went to the hospital and they went through the protocols and they're like, no, he's just sick and dying. He wasn't poisoned. That's, you know, all a conspiracy theory and all that. But then he was airlifted out of Russia to get to a different hospital. And yes, they absolutely confirmed in the blood tests that he was poisoned with a nerve agent. Well, Russian opposition leader Alexei Navalny is heading home from Germany where he's been recovering from a nerve agent attack that almost killed him. Navalny insists that Russian President Vladimir Putin ordered the poisoning, which the Kremlin denies. Hi, it's Navalny. 
With that familiar greeting, Kremlin critic Alexei Navalny announced his plans to leave Germany and return home to Russia, despite the fact that last time he was there, he was fighting for his life. Coming to Germany was not my choice. It's a cool country, but I am not here by my own will. I am here because they tried to kill me. Those people who now have a grudge against me because they didn't manage to kill me, and I survived. Back in August, Navalny fell ill on board a plane from Tomsk to Moscow. After an emergency landing, he was rushed to hospital, where doctors insisted there was no evidence of poisoning. But two days later, Navalny was airlifted to Germany for treatment. There, experts confirmed he had been poisoned with Soviet-era nerve agent Novichok. Since then, the opposition leader has been recovering from the attack and investigating who was behind it. But that's the update, and please do keep an eye out for my next full version video. I probably won't get it out tonight, probably tomorrow, It'll probably be tomorrow. It's a really long one, so I got quite a bit of editing to do. It just depends uh, how long I can do this. I can't stay around these devices too long. So uh, I'll just have to do it a little bit along and then step away from the computer for obvious reasons. But uh, I hope to get that out tomorrow. It'll be, it'll be a doozy when I get it out. So I hope all of you will hang in there and check back over the next couple of days. All right. I love you guys. Thank you so much for all of your prayers. And uh, let's keep our prayers going out for the entire body of Christ because this is war. I love you guys. God bless you and yours.